Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 4.7 Triple M. But it is election morning, Loz. A lot of people are making their way down to the booths because mm. uh, we've got a big, big day in our country today. Do you call them the polls or the booths? Uh, I call them the booths, I think. I don't know why. I think you're right and I'm wrong. No, I think they're both same. And now the polls. Both the same. You say it with confidence, mate. Anyone will bore oh, you. Oh, say anything. Do I know that? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> That's my life, mate. Now, Loz, obviously, uh, for the people, well, first-time listeners to this show, if you are flicking around on a Saturday morning on your mm. way to the uh, booths, you you probably don't understand yet, but Loz is horrible with money. Oh, terrible. And, and have uh, been for years. Yeah, I've got real issues. I'm talking to a psych about it. That's not even a joke. I, I make serious bad decisions with money. Are you serious? What do you mean? You, like you've, you're speaking to a psych about it. Yeah, well, it's all wrapped up in my ADD. I've got bad impulse. Right. Like really bad impulse control. Mm. So if I want to do something, I do it. Yeah, you were with my budget there for a couple of years. Yeah, they couldn't stop me. No. No one can stop me from my bad choices no. except me and some serious medication apparently. Yeah, okay. so. <laughs> a beautiful. That's what the therapist Jan always says. Jan says this. Oh. Now, look, the reason why we're bringing this up is because they made a little jingle about me. We're not allowed to play any election ads no. on the day of the election, which is fine. Supposedly we, not. We've yeah. all heard the hole in the budget yeah. dear Labor ad and it is an earworm like oh, no other. It's the worst. They made one about me, mm-hmm. which I think we just have to play out. Triple M just decided to do a little different version of this because Loz had a, has a little bit of trouble balancing her budget. Oh. <laughs> There's a hole in your budget, dear Loz, dear Loz. There's a hole in your budget, dear Loz, a hole. There's far too many Ubers, many Ubers and parking fines. There's far too much frivolous spending, dear Loz. And that means... There's no super coming, dear Loz, dear Loz. There's a hole in your budget, dear Laws. A hole. You'll be poorer with Laura. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? Poorer with Laura. You'll be poorer with Laura is a nice little finish to a great touch. It, 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 listen, it, the whole thing's exquisite. Mm. What's so funny is I'll, I was criticising the um, superannuation thing that ScoMo was, you know, oh, you should never reach in your, you know, into your super. It's yeah. a terrible idea. If he wins, yep. watch me reach into my super immediately. <laughs> all, all seven accounts. <laughs> I reckon you've got super set up from Blockbuster in Modbury still. Um, Sir Doug Nichols round this week in the AFL, mm-hmm. which is brilliant. Loz. Love it. And I love the Guernseys. That's one of my oh, favourite yeah. things about it. I've just bought myself <clears throat> one of the Crows jumpers. Oh, have you? With the emblems on it yeah, and the beautiful good. Indigenous art. And it's one of my favourite things I've ever owned. Yeah, and I'm um, in love with it. So obviously not just about the Guernseys. No. But that's one of the great uh, elements of it. So the Dreamtime at the G is a big one tonight. Mm-hmm. Is a uh, It's going to be a huge game of footy between Essendon and Richmond. Mm-hmm. Saturday night. They light it up. They do it so well. And it's going to be so good to have it back at the G as well because mm-hmm. the last couple of years it's been up in Darwin and in Perth with the um, obviously with the pandemic. So why is it called Sir Doug Nichols? Tell me a little bit about him. So Sir Doug Nichols uh, played fifty four games for the Fitzroy Footy Club from nineteen thirty two to nineteen thirty seven, and I think I'm right in saying he was the first ever Aboriginal player to play VFL. How good! So um, and they've yeah, it's it's just he was also Loz the twenty eighth Governor of South Australia. <laughs> I know. What? It's unbelievable. And he's got such a um, a different sort of career in terms of, obviously, politics, but his sporting stuff. And it is a really, really Amazing good guy. story. And I would suggest everyone go read up on this superstar because, um, yeah, he was such a... 
such a prolific guy and unfortunately passed away in 1988. But for the, how the AFL actually recognise him and, reco- him and yep. recognise all Aboriginal um, people as well, which is, it, it is it's superb. So, yeah, you, you cannot take your eyes off what's going to go on tonight, Dreamtime mm-hmm. at the G. But, you know, the Crows obviously take on the um, St Kilda Football Club mm-hmm. at the Adelaide Oval as well. And then Port Adelaide take on uh, Geelong down there. So... What I want to do, though, Loz, is talk about our favourite Indigenous players because yep. there's been so many How much over time the years. you got? I know. It's, it's amazing how involved – like, I mean, in terms of the percentage of the population of people mm-hmm. in Australia that are Indigenous, it's a massive percent of people playing in this AFL league. Yep. Which means yeah. that the skill is outstanding, oh. the passion is outstanding. It's in the blood, it's, you know. It's ridiculous. So, like, and when you hear that it's a, some famous – Indigenous names, the last mm-hmm. name. So the Motlops is a good one. Totally. Dan- Daniel Motlop, Marlon Motlop, Shannon Motlop, and there was a, another lad who debuted over the weekend, Jesse Motlop. So there's so many of them. And then the Riolis as well, Morris yep. Rioli, Willie Rioli, yep. Cyril Rioli, like mm-hmm. it, unbelievable. Morris Rioli is another one. But my favourite Indigenous player of all time is Andrew McLeod. You stole mine. Is that yours as well? Well, yes, because I'm in love with him. Yeah, right. Okay. And he's the most beautiful man on the planet. He is unreal. And he played in the premierships and just... Two-time Norm Smith medalist for the Crows. I mean, the way I feel about him is pretty pretty profound. Oh, wow. Yeah. Deep love. Okay. Deep love. But then there's Graham Johncock. Ah, Stiffy. (laughs) The old Stiffmeister. Oh, and Buddy Franklin. It's hard hard to go past him. At the moment, there's a player for Port Lockie Jones. Oh yeah, and he helped design their uh, design their Guernsey yeah, this great. year for the Indigenous round. Yep, really smart kid. Mm. His grandma was part of the Stolen Generation. I actually listened to the podcast he did with Rockcliffe. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was fantastic. Really smart kid. Incredible story from his grandma and yep. everything his family's been through. But the way Rue says he looks like out on the field, he looks like a wild brumby. Yeah, yeah, with, with his long mullet. Yeah, he said, and he's like, if you try and lasso him, you just couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, like he's just a wild man out there. He's so fun to watch. Now nah, the Sir Doug Nichols round is absolutely superb, and like I said, that dream time at the G. Do not miss that tonight. Right now, I've got to talk about my younger brother Benno, mm-hmm. uh, Lozzie. Now. For the people listening for the first time, uh, how do we paint a bit of a picture of Benno's? Like, as country as you get, straight up and down unit. If Hard Yakka was a person, it would be your brother Ben. There you go. Hey, Gallozzie, good mate, you're not lovely. You can hardly understand him. It's so Australian. He's got that country twang about him and he's straight up and down, as loyal as they get, but he's done something so He makes you sound like an English judge. He does, which is really (laughs) saying something. Um... He's done something offensive to the Australian emblem, though. Oh, okay. Un-Australian. Un-Australian. Okay, un-Australian. And this is so not up Ben's alley, but I've got to run with it. He spoke to me this week, and he just said, have you heard about this movie, The Castle? I said, have I heard about it? I'm like, what? Yeah. The Castle, obviously with Michael Caton, it is Australia's movie. It's our national movie. It is our national movie. Everyone's seen The Castle. Everyone's seen it. He goes, oh, I haven't bloody seen it. <laughs> I said, there is no way. There is no way that you haven't seen it. You grew I said, up in the same house as it. Same house. I would have watched it. I'm going to, I'll be honest. I would have watched it 20 times, <laughs> 20 times in my, in my childhood. I spoke to my old man about this. Yeah. I said, dad, we watched the castle growing up. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Not Ben though. He goes, he never watched it. Why not? And I got no idea. 
but it was always me, dad, and my older brother, James, would sit down on a bloody Thursday night or something like that and watch that. Ben has never seen it. Was this when your mum took him into the other room and made him wear a dress because she yeah. wanted a daughter? Yeah, that was true. Yeah, and he still does that to this day, which is strange. With Sarah. Come on, yeah. son. I mean, daughter. Special mother-daughter time. <laughs> anyway, so Ben goes, he goes, well, I'll bloody sit down tonight with Maddie, his partner, and watch it. I just said, mate, enjoy. Grab a couple of beers, mm. have a pizza, and watch the castle. How and good. You will laugh like no yeah. tomorrow. <clears throat> Next day comes around, and I'm speaking to him, I'm like, how'd you go? How'd you go? Yeah. Like, have a couple of beers, pizza, the castle. That, to me, is Christmas. Mm. He goes, Tyler, I got 11 minutes in, <gasps> and I turned it off. I said, you what? I said, what, a bit, what about the bit about the jousting sticks? Dad, 4.50. But jousting sticks? <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> it's so good. How good is it? And he goes, nah. He goes, it was pathetic comedy. And he goes, and Michael Caton, he <gasps> goes, horrible. He goes, I thought he was in the pack to the rafters and worse in the castle. Okay, well, I'm calling the police. <laughs> Your brother's a <laughs> criminal in my opinion. <laughs> So filled up the tank with petrol the other day. It was a pretty busy day at the OTR pump because the petrol was at $1.70. Full tank? <laughs> Never a full tank. No, that's an issue by you. I'm not a psychopath. That is an issue. It's actually like you're wasting time. Yeah, not but doing what it. if I die before I get the, to the end of it, you know? What? <laughs> what if I don't get to use it all up? What a waste of money. Okay, so you'd be one of those people that only do three months of Rego instead of 12, wouldn't you? Oh, three months. Absolutely. You're doing 12 months of Rego? Absolutely. What if you're not around? You gotta save what the if ca- the world ends? Save the cash. No. What? Just dribs and drabs. What if so- I get a job offer in Paraguay or something? Well, you get the money back when you sell the car. Oh, that's too complex oh, for me. Okay. All right. No, let's just put a hole in your budget. and. Your- <laughs> you know very well I live my life three minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, okay? okay. And then I punch out and I move on to the next thing. <laughs> A bit but, like radio, really, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's a perfect job for me. Now, I was filling up the tank, went in, OTR, and the people behind the counter sold to the earth, just working hard, oh, yeah. you know, and friendly as can be. Nice. Guy in front of me has a perfectly fine transaction with the guy working behind the counter, pays for his fuel, gets a meat pie, everyone's friendly, everyone's nice. Love it. Then this guy walks off. Oh, no. I watch him walk out the door, and you know how they have those little um, things where you say how you've had Yes. Ha- yeah. So you've got the very happy, Yep. you've got the sort of medium happy. There's four of them, isn't there? You've got the sort of not very happy and yep. then a sad face. Yeah, and and you sad can just faces. punch anyone you want. So I, I watch him walk out and I see that he stopped to punch the thing. And I go, oh, this will be good. He's going to give him five stars. He's mm. going to give him the happiest face because it was a great interaction. And why would you do anything else? He lifts his hand mm. to go to the happiest face and he stops and he moves at the second happiest face and clicks that. Okay. He wasn't perfectly happy with this transaction. And he stopped and taken the time Mm. to make sure they know it. Yep. And then he's walked out. I respect it. What a piece of shit. I respect it. I'm going to be honest, and this is real bad. This is way up there with, uh, at times, not picking up your, your pet's dog nuggets. On the beach, or which somewhere. is just a despicable yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not a not a good thing, and I would never do that. I've um, seen you literally pick up sand to avoid uh, doing it. I've had perfect interactions at the OTR before, and just gone over there and just thought it'd be good fun just to do the sad face. You are <laughs> <laughs> just for something to do. 
I, like, I'm just actually for, just for just for something just to, to feel do. something. Just for just for something to do, you know, like <laughs> your face, mate. You're dead inside. <laughs> what well, just keeps everyone on their toes? See, this is the kind of thing that like Hitler would have said when he was young. It starts out like this. Yeah, I just draws a sad face because I want to feel alive and make other people suffer. No, it's not making other people suffer. What else could the guy behind the counter do? No. Honestly, he would have had to have given him a bloody very good time. What are you? I'm saying a shoulder rub or a sh- something. A shoulder rub. Yeah, well, this is the thing. You know? What does it take to get a happy face from Mark Thomas at the OTR? All I'm saying is the customer's always right. You've crossed a line here today, this Saturday morning. You know, I've put up with a lot of crap from you over the years, but this is just, this just shows, this is a window into the black soul of you. It was a long, long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> Back when fuel was 99 cents a litre. Right now, Loz, mm. Eshes. They're back in the news. So uh, for people out there that don't know what Eshes are, mm. it's just those young punks that, you know, and they got bum bags, Loz, and they're looking like real knobs. Is that yeah. fair to say? That's not a great explanation, I'll be honest, but... I don't know how it worked. They got the, you know, the skate shoes on, the mm-hmm. bum, uh, the bum bags, I should say, and they're looking like they're Mr. World, if you I'll, know what I mean. I'll, I'll read out what this is sort of the Eshays. E-S-H-A-Y in yep. Australia is a lad, similar to a chav in the UK. Yeah. So we all know about them chavvy lads. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, it's a youth subculture associated with a hard knock life, rap and drill music, yep. crimes, drugs. Drugs and gangs. Perfect. Okay, there you go. So the the article that's come across my desk this week: Eshes will be sent to work on a remote outback station <laughs> with no mobile data <laughs> under a new plan to deal with youth crime. And I absolutely love this, mate. This is delicious. Oh, like to to me. There is nothing that satisfies me more than sending an SA out to Cooper PD <laughs> and just go, you know what, mate? You can hop in the mines for a little bit and do a whole heap of youth work. Yeah, bro, like, why is we underground there? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> 100%. 100%. Okay, my only problem with this yep. is that they're not sending cameras for a reality TV show oh. because Eshe's in the Outback is something that I would watch Intensely, I couldn't agree more. You could do it at prime time because yep. we know Big Brothers, like you know, it's we're, done. We need to give that the arse. Yeah, Eshes in Wyala yep. would go nuts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How good would that be? Oh, front, can you imagine front bar at the Wyala? You've got the the sixty five year old man that's just retired that's laid concrete his whole life, oh. and will have six to eight pints daily, taking on an Eshay who's just looking for uh, something a little bit narcotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. You got eighteen year old Kieran. Right. <laughs> So, like, what, we just give the sheeps, like, mullets or, like, buzz cuts? Or? It wouldn't be Kieran. It'd be Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. I love this game. It is a tradition, a long-standing tradition. Alicia, I'll tell you how it yes. works. You know how it works. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah, you tell me. I think she's running the game, but <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you how right, it works. Yeah. You shut up and listen. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Wedding crashes. Yeah, one good. of the greats. So basically, you're going to give us a, a category and a letter, Alicia. Yep. And we're going to say the first thing that possibly comes to our mind and fits into those. So give us an example. Oh, name something you find in a 
kitchens starting with the letter S. Spoon. Spoon. There yeah, you go. That's you a go. good one. That I is a good way one. Way too into that. I shouldn't have wasted my energy <laughs> Come on that. No. All right, are we ready to go? Yep. Best out of five. Yep, let's yep. go. Name something you find in a bedroom oh, no. starting with the letter S. Sleeping bag. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. Sleeping yes, bag. Sleep. I have one in my bedroom right yeah. now. Of course you do. Yeah. Because I, ha- I haven't got a clean sheets. Oh, but... no. <laughs> Just don't talk anymore. <laughs> You're foul. <laughs> They're in the washing machine and I keep oh, putting yeah. them round and round and round. All right. For a month. <laughs> name a name starting with the letter W. William. What did you what say, Tom? <laughs> I, I think I said anchor with a W in front of it. <laughs> name something. That you find in an office, starting with the letter P. Pen. Yeah. Very good. Very swift. You do. And that's 100% true. Not here at Triple M. No. (laughs) SAFM plenty. At Triple M, there's nothing. There's like a big fat old crayon that everyone has to share around. (laughs) His name's Jazz. (laughs) (laughs) We all hold him upside down and write with the tip of his head. (laughs) And then we use his ass as the eraser. Are you borrowing jars? I need jars. When are you done with jars? We've got to write the rundown out. All right. (laughs) The crayon. He's the beige crayon. Name a a band starting with the letter R. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that's all good, boss. Too good, mate. Too good. Mate. Redeem yourself. I'm on fire, I'm a perfect human, nothing can bring me down. So Prime Minister Scott Morrison, it was the election today, so I mean the the voting's happening today, so we don't know whether he'll be Prime Minister for much longer, but as it stands, the Prime Minister... The big PM. The big PM, big ScoMo, has tackled a child. We've all seen the footage. Yeah, this happened a couple of days ago, but it's still relevant. It's still relevant because it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. The child is fine. Little Luca, he's okay. Mm. He's a redhead, which I love. Mm. It just adds to the flavour of this situation. Probably deserved it then. They were playing soccer and obviously for a photo opportunity, they got him out on the field, ScoMo, to play the game with the kids. Huge mistake, in my opinion. Yep. And he's tackled him to the ground in one of the great rollovers. Oh, he's done actually pretty well. So he slipped. The poor bastard slipped. Yep. And I just want to know what was going through his mind oh. in terms of like when he slipped, the boot's given away on him, which mm. is incredible. Yep. And then he's gone, oh, no. Like surely right there he's thinking. I'm going to crush this child. Well, I could be finished as PM because of this. Well, I could be in jail by 6 PM. If he broke his arm oh. or broke his leg or poor Luca ended up with a bloody, you Blood know. Blood nose or something. Or just something of, um, you know, something extraordinary in yep. terms of injury. Yeah. It'd be job done, wouldn't it? We're also lucky that Luca was a, a good sport. Yes. And didn't oh, yeah. ball his eyes out. Yeah, because that's, that's right. scary when a big man yeah. falls on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not nice, even as a grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't oh, recommend God. it. Well, you've got to stop paying for them, right? <laughs> um. But this is this is the thing. Is it good publicity though? Um, I don't know. I just think that it's a talking point. The P, that's right. But the PR teams behind these politicians, they don't. They just don't get it. Yeah. They keep putting them in these situations that could lead to extreme embarrassment. Yeah. 
Like, remember when, uh, what's his face, John Howard bowled that ball? Oh, mate. So can we can we just say this and put this on the record as, as a PSA? Mm. People, like politicians with a lack of hand-eye coordination, yeah. stay away from sports. Yeah. Okay, so we got ScoMo bowling a kid over in soccer. we got Johnny Howard bowling a, uh, a sort of like a triple dribbler yeah. and on a really ordinary length. And then we've got <laughs> Tits Shorten jogging around oh. wherever he was and he's just moving like anything jogging. It's just like... Stop Mate, it. You don't stop. have to be good at everything. No. Just leave it to the professionals. Just let them go. Stop trying to be this community battler, a man for all the people or whatever, because it's not working for you at all. I won't try and come up with a federal budget and you stay out of my social netball team. Perfect. That's it. Unless you want to play wing defence. No one wants wing defence. We defense. will need you Friday night <laughs> at 11pm. But right now, was he best life hacks? So your brother put something on Instagram the other day that blew my mind. Yep. He was in the kitchen. Who's cutting onions? Yes, yes. Wearing a hoodie and tucked underneath this hoodie with the string tied tight was a clear saucepan lid. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it was insanely unbelievable. good. Unbelievable. So you you ta- so he's used the the hoodie tie up as yeah. you got like a, on a jumper hoodie, and he's mm. tied that up completely to so seal the to seal it in to seal the saucepan. And he's lid like in. me, like gutless when it comes to cutting onions. We I've been known to do it in in speed dealers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, speed dealers. What about you? Go- uh, goggles. Oh, like swimming goggles. Like swimming pool goggles. Like the old zooks. The old zooks. Oh, gosh. And the elastic's too tight around the back of your head. and you ne- know, Never a good look when you get someone at the door, is it? <laughs> and you open it up with the zooks on. Come over, I'll cook you dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. I'll bring a bottle of wine. Knock, knock. Oh, you, my God. Just, it's Michael Klim. Just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, <I'm>... you... <laughs> Torpedo oh. coming to the door. Okay, so let's do this on 1047. <laughs> yeah. The best life hack you have. A lot of people love to, to show off about this, mm-hmm. Loz. There's a classic one out there that I only learned maybe a couple of months ago about avocado. Oh. You can cut the avocado in half, mm. use some of it, and the other half of that, you put the skin back on, b- back on top and it keeps it. Fresh as a daisy. I'll give you, I'll see you that and raise you it. Go on. Squeeze a little bit of lemon on that bad boy and it'll last you till Christmas. What, the goggles? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't recommend squeezing lemon into your goggles. Now on the avocado. Okay, let's do this. 04885-1047, the best life hack you got. Give us a tech. I've had a lot of texts that have, uh, from mates here saying, how is that possible? Because he wouldn't be able to breathe. Mm, Wrong. There's that little hole at the top. That's so true. That he just sucks in and out of like a little straw. And also, that's the way he does it. His his hoodie isn't made of leather. No, that's true. Yeah. It's a breathable fabric. And I've got a feeling that if it was becoming difficult to breathe, he'd probably just take it off. <laughs> I can't just see him hanging on in there and passing out cold no. just because half an onion's not cut up. Yeah. No, this is the <laughs> hill he's going to die on, mate. <laughs> um, a few texts have come through, which is fantastic. Michael from Seton, absolutely love the show, guys. Yeah. Um, my best life hack... <laughs> Is if you have a, and this, everyone has this, because sometimes you get in strife, don't you? You mm-hmm. get, someone comes around for a drink mm-hmm. and you've got a bottle of wine there, mm-hmm. a bottle of white wine, but it's warm. Oh. What do you do? Uh, um, I put ice cubes in the, yep. in the wine. Instead of ice cubes? Frozen grapes. <laughs> okay, but surely it takes longer to freeze grapes than it does to just put the wine in the freezer no, and call it down. I can understand that, but I'll tell <laughs> oh, you Oh, well, you're saying I should pre-prepare yes. with frozen grapes in or, my freezer. Or be a normal person, Michael from Seton, <laughs> and just put the wine in the fridge. But thanks if for the text. If I'm prepared enough to freeze grapes, yeah. I think I'm probably prepared enough to call Michael the wine. Michael started that text well with saying love the show and finished it poorly. 
<laughs> with everything else he said. Um, we've got uh, Sarah from Strath. She says, obsessed with the show, Loz, your heaps hot. <laughs> That's definitely in there. Um, <laughs> she says, when you're at the airport, tie a pink ribbon to your suitcase. Oh, yeah. When you see it coming around the thingy, yeah. the conveyor belt, you'll know it's yours straight away. Oh, okay. Because no one else would have a pink ribbon on it, would they, really? Well, if you put something on it that's unique... Mm. Because everyone's suitcase looks the same. Yeah, that's true. This is your way of knowing, oh, there's mine. That's you know. not bad. Craig from Hectorville. Tomo, you're a juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sent, which is weird. Okay, thanks, Craig. Um, he sent through that to fix up your thongs, the bottom mm. of it, when you lose a plugger, yep. you can put a bread clip there oh, yeah, underneath yep. it and pull it through. And because yep. the, the plug won't go back through the original mm-hmm. hole because the bread clip's holding it, yeah. which is strange. Just get a loaf of tip top. Yeah. Ready to go. Perfect. Cost like you four that. bucks. Fix your habbies. <laughs> How you? good's yeah, that? Perfect. I like that. I mean, your bread is. won't be fresh, no. which is heartbreaking. Mm. But um, I'm sorry I'm just thinking about that dry bread. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Tony from Seton. He said, Loz, you have beautiful legs. <laughs> anyway, moving on to his life hack. He says, if you're at a, if you're at Kikons and you don't have a Yui Boom, yeah. put the phone that's playing music into a large bowl or vase. It will echo the sound out oh. and create a loud volume. I have done this in the past. Like a speaker. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Michelle from Unley sent through. <laughs> Tomo, you should probably be Prime Minister. <laughs> that's weird. Um, if you All ne- right, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> If you need a shirt to be ironed mm-hmm. and you can't be bothered ironing, mm-hmm. take it into the shower, into the bathroom, sorry, have a shower yep. and it will, the, the steam, steam from yep. the bathroom will uh, decrease the shirt there lots. And you yep. can choose also said, you can use a hair straightener for the collars. Yep. You know, you knew that? I do that all the time. Oh, you don't iron? Um, I have an iron now, mm-hmm. but uh, I have been using a hair straightener for a couple of years. Wow. One last text. <laughs> Beverly from Beverly. What do you know? That's strange. She just says, Loz, you cured my depression. (laughs) I was nothing before you came along. Anyway, she says when you're heading down to the beach and you don't want to risk your keys being stolen, take an empty bottle of sunscreen, cut the lid off, use it as a little key holder. You put your keys and your phone in there and then you put the lid back on. Wow. And then it's just safe. No one's going to steal your sunscreen. These are perfect. Thank you so much for your text there, South Australia. (laughs) You've really lifted us up. I mean, the compliments are insane. (laughs) So I lost my keys last week in an Uber. Mm -hmm. I got them back. But there were a couple of days before I could get them back where I was having to Uber in and out of work, which is kind of hilarious. That That's ironic. My Uber was the downfall, but Mm. also what saved me (laughs) in my time of need. Pick me up when I'm down. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I like that. Wow, that's a good Uber Uber slogan. Pick us up when we're down. Oh, that's good. Uber. Or pissed. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Anyway, so five o'clock in the morning, I'm getting an Uber into work. And this peaks suspicion. Just a quick one on that. Like, are they that busy? Because I don't catch Ubers that often. Are they that busy? Like, is there plenty going around at five in the morning? Oh, I've never waited more than five minutes. Really? Order an Uber five minutes away, 5 a.m. Wow. Because I live in Unley and they're just floating around the city waiting for people to go to the airport. Oh, is that That's what's going on? That's the hot ticket. You want to snag that car. Do they get filthy that you're, you know, what is it, a $10 ride into the city? Yeah, well, they never, you know, a ride's a ride, but, you know, they're yeah, not right. obviously stoked. Yeah, got you. But getting a ride that early piques their interest. What okay. are you doing? Where are you yes, going? Why on. are you going to 70 Franklin Street? What's there? Mm. You know, it's just an odd situation. It is strange. 
So I inevitably have to tell them that I'm a radio presenter and oh. then they ask which station. Oh, no. And then you have to tell him, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Somehow they, he was asking me like, what, where do you work? What do you do? And I said, oh, uh, have you heard of Loz and Tomo, right? He said or you said? I said that just to try and give him context. Oh, no. And he goes, yeah. And I went, well, I, and he cuts me off. I hate him. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Here Come we on. go. Come on, and I go to say, mate, that's, <laughs> that's me. And he just will not allow it. Oh. A tirade comes out of his mouth. I mean, truly, one of the most amazing speeches of hatred I've ever heard in my oh. life. Weird looking Tomo, he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that Tom, I won't shut up. And he oh. said, thinks he's such a working, battling oh, man and all this stuff. Up. And he goes, and Loz, God, she thinks she's so funny. Women aren't funny. Oh. Yappity yap. Just ripping into wow. me. One of the most unbelievable, just unbridled sprays of all time. Did you own up? He goes, so what do you, what do you do there? And I said, well, I'm a, I'm a presenter. He goes, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? And I said, well, I do the weekday show on the weekends is like, oh, so you, you know, Loz and Tomo. Oh, no. I said, yeah, pretty well. <laughs> I mean, not well enough, yeah. to be honest. You never know yourself well enough. And, he went, and what's your name? I said, Loz. <laughs> oh. And he literally braked in the middle of the street and he was like, I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so, I, I'm so sorry. I, I've, I've li- I literally don't know what to say. That's all right, mate. You don't have to like me. No, you- that's right. And then and this is the thing. This actually does happen a, a fair bit. Remember yeah. a couple of years ago when we were doing breakfast at another radio station, my old man was on site and he had the radio go- on there, right? <laughs> he had the radio on and a tradies rocked up and he's put it on another radio station. Like he's got his own radio and yeah. my old man goes, they go, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had it on, um, had it on another radio station. They had it on, um, Loz and Tomo and dad. Made the worst mistake you could make and yeah. asked the bloke, he goes, do you, do you like that Loz and Tomo? No, you never ask. Dad, with an open-ended question, do you like that Loz and Tomo? And he goes, oh, Loz is all right. Tomo's a complete kid. <laughs> and dad goes, hey, that's my son. And I agree. <laughs> Loz and Tomo. Top of the morning for you. Triple M's weekend breakfast.